Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The show is about to start. Right, we have liftoff. In three, two, one. Again for number 10, Cave Crew Radio Season 10. Let's go. CaveCrewRadio.com. There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundaries. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanations. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I said this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clavin what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems Cave Crew Radio, ladies and gentlemen. My name is DK. I am live from my cave in Windsor, Ontario. Uh, wondering about the magic number two. The magic number two, ladies and gentlemen, that sends us into the postseason in Toronto. But enough of that. We are live on Cave Crew Radio. But we are live on YouTube. We are live on Facebook. And we are available wherever podcasts can be found. And it's great to be with you. Uh, I thought it was the last day of uh, September, but that's not until tomorrow. We have a great show for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you listen to the pre-show, uh, you don't need a membership. You don't need to pay. You just got to log in early on uh, YouTube or Cape Crew Radio or uh, on Facebook or CapeCrewRadio.com. And you'll see we were testing a broadcast on TikTok, which my friend doesn't really like. 
But we got a big show. We got a double feature Mike Jolich for you ahead, ladies and gentlemen. We got Choo Choo Frank AI and much, much more. But before we get to any of that... And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia, the commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies, the self-proclaimed president of the United States, a university graduate, and always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, his royal highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B. And uh, always the epicenter of something. This week, <clears throat> I am the epicenter of all things biblical monsoon downpours. And where is this coming from? I have no idea. <clears throat> last weekend, um, it's been raining here literally since last Saturday. Last Saturday and Sunday was the, uh, the tropical storm. I don't remember what the name of it was. But it come up, and we were affected Saturday and Sunday. We have we've been having rain showers throughout the week. I think yesterday it was sunny. It was like the first day it was sunny yesterday, uh, and then today all of a sudden, <clears throat> I wake up this morning, and you know you got to get the kids ready to get out to school. It is pouring. I figured, all right, it's pouring. Whatever, we get the car, take them to school, whatever. I figured it would stop. It didn't. It poured all we got i believe eight inches of rain that's a lot of rain it is a fuck ton of rain because i believe like like a month ago we got about three inches maybe four i might be exaggerating uh oh my god people were flooded and fields were flooded and ditches were raised high i can't imagine Eight inches. It was, I mean, it, it's just now like slowing down and stopping. It's been all freaking day long. And uh, I sent you a video. I'm going to pull it up here. I, I, I remember seeing it. I'll bring you on screen. But yeah, um, the subways were flooding. So I don't know if you, I don't, let me see if we can make this out here. It's not. Uh, and this is suit. This is not you. No, this is this is somebody that filmed this in Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, my 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 wife said uh, earlier tonight. She said, "How close is Baby to Brooklyn?" I said, "Well, he's in Queens." So there you go. That's that car is underwater, basically. So that recently happened in like Halifax, where I went on a, a vacation. What is you you and I still refuse to acknowledge? Uh, global warming. Uh, what is happening? I don't know. This just came out of nowhere. Um, <clears throat> every place, everywhere was flooded. Luckily here, we, we remain dry in the house. But everywhere, I mean, the subways were suspended for the most part. Now, if the subways get suspended in New York City, the entire city shuts down. Right. The subways were suspended. Uh, my wife had to take an express bus home. Uh, and even that was slow trying to get through Manhattan and into Queens. Um, I, it was, I don't know where this came from. I don't know what it's from. I don't believe there's a tropical storm anywhere because it just passed last weekend. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where this came from, but it, I mean, it was biblical. Yeah. It was literally biblical here in the city. 
Eight inches, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Eight, almost eight a, almost a foot of rain. Who are you looking at if Mrs. B is at wrestling? She is not. She is here. That's why I have a drink of the week, which is... Well, wait a minute. Hang on. I got to cue everything up here. I thought you had the drink of the week, but she was still at wrestling. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... Mrs. B presents the drink of the week. And this is this is the drink of the week. I, I've had it before. It's called a creamsicle, which is uh, uh, vanilla liqueur, lic uh, liquor forty three, uh, orange juice, and and cream. And uh, she has garnished it with orange pieces. Oh, that I love when there's garnishments. I know you love the garnishments. I hate the garnishments. Yeah, but uh, the sandwich was still the best. But uh, well, look at I me in the corner, ladies and gentlemen. You can see my eyeballs. That's about all you can see of me. Oh, in between, yes. In between, uh, yes, I, I feel like I'm in. I feel like I'm in uh, Cave Crew Radio Prison right now. You are in internet jail. Is yes, internet jail. Yeah, uh, I love how you get napkins. Do you spill a lot? Well, no, because there's garnishments, and it's. I don't like. Wet, sticky things. So. Well, maybe don't spill. I don't spill, but uh, you know, taking the oranges off and it was wet and strong doesn't matter to me. You know that. She said my 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 uh, other son may have stolen a little bit of the orange juice, so it's more alcohol than juice. Well, you love that, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, so so yes. Yeah, so so to clarify, uh, my younger son stayed home. My older son is at the wrestling with my sister-in-law, who I drove. I drove them both there. They are going to Uber back later. My wife is here with me with my younger son and made the drink of the week. Are, are, are they going to have a uh, camp out in the uh, living room tonight? I don't think there's a camp out, but they, they are in having special movie night. In, so you, in, light of the, in lieu of the wrestling, uh, they are watching Nacho Libre. Oh, nice! That's a good movie, and and so there is still a possibility for people that uh, follow us regularly. You may have a chance at some me time. Possibly, I I doubt it, but there's always a possibility. I am my candy. I am so confused. Uh, Big B said, "I'm going to be late. They're going to the wrestling now. Only one kid went to the wrestling with an aunt." Well, the, uh, the, the rains like put everything off because it was a struggle to get home and all of that, and it was uh, it's just a mess out here. But so, the ant was safely arrived. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but it was. It's just. It's a. It's a complete disaster here, everywhere in the city because of the the rains. Uh, you know, like I said, it's slowing down and stopping now. But I mean, things are still flooded. There are broken trees like littering the streets. It was just a horrible, and it was like in the fifties, so it's that kind of crappy. Yeah, coolish, fall weather. Yeah, wet, damp, where your bones hurt. Weather. Yeah. It was just, it's just a, a, an awful day today. So so are you going to stay home tomorrow and avoid all stores? Uh, well, no, I, I, I have to uh, go out because my younger son has a birthday party to go to. Oh, jeez. You might need a kayak or kayak or Ky whatever. Kayak. Kayak. Mike, if you're listening, put kayak on the list of words he can't pronounce. Uh, it's a canoe. 
that isn't open on all sides. It's only got a little hole, kind of like that tight little painting you find in jail. All right. Let's uh let's let, let, let's get the ball rolling. So ladies and gentlemen, last week if you were with us, you will remember a a story about a missing fighter jet, mm-hmm. a stealth jet, the prize the prize of the of the force. Pilot ejects, plane goes missing, calling on citizens to help them locate this plane. An $80 million plane. $80 million, million dollar plane. And we could not answer what happened. Right. So I don't know if this is going to solve the problem or not. But we called on our AI authorities, okay, to solve this and explain it to us. So... Uh, this week, we are going to be joined by a, a, a new character called Choo Choo Frank. Choo Frank. Yes, and we will need to mute ourselves, of course, when Choo Choo Frank uh, comes up. And Choo Choo Frank is going to explain to us what happened in, with the plane. We did this to answer questions. I'm not so confident it does. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to mute ourselves, and uh, we are going to uh, introduce you to Choo Choo Frank AI. Major General James Dean had been tasked with the mission of finding the mysterious fighter jet that had gone missing without a trace. It had been a top-of-the-line, 100-million fighter jet that had been commissioned by the United States Air Force and its disappearance had sent shockwaves throughout the military. The jet's last known location had been over the Atlantic Ocean, and the only evidence of its existence had been the pilot injecting from the cockpit. But as soon as he had ejected, the radar had gone blank. It was as if the plane had vanished. The most perplexing thing of all was why the jet had not registered on the radar. It should have been easy to pick up the signal of a plane that was worth so much money, especially with the sophisticated technology that the United States had. General Dean decided to launch a full-scale investigation into the mysterious disappearance of the plane. He assembled a team of top experts in the field of aviation to look into the matter. They analyzed the data from the plane's flight path, and after many hours of poring over the information, They concluded that the plane had been taken off the radar due to a sophisticated form of jamming. The plane's disappearance had been engineered by a highly advanced enemy of the United States. This enemy had managed to jam the plane's signal so that no trace of it remained on the radar. The investigation was a success, and the enemy responsible for the jamming was quickly brought to justice. But the mystery of why the 100 million fighter jet had gone missing in the first place remained unsolved. Well, I don't know if that answers any questions. That leads me to more questions. Um, Who was this enemy? The, The enemy's never named. That was my number one question. Who is the enemy? Is it India? Is it China? Is it Ghana? See, but 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 Choo Choo Frank makes it seem like it was one person because they say the enemy was brought to justice. 
Now, if it was a country like, you know, China or Iran or something like that, North Korea, there would be war. They wouldn't be like the person was brought to justice. That sounds like it was like, you know, Billy Bob Hankins in the, the South Carolina mountains. Could have been, though, right? Some, could have been a guy with some jamming signals or we have to uh, readdress this with Choo Choo Frank AI. We need, you know, who was who was the enemy and why did he end with the 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 mystery why it disappeared is still unsolved i thought they solved it by realizing that it, the radar was jammed yeah I, I'm, so i'm confused again this has nothing to do with me this is an ai composition i promised you we would so everyone's so convinced ai is going to improve our society this this proves that AI will just confuse everybody and lead to chaos. All right. Uh, I, I, you know, I understand. I work in the world of technology and IT. I understand machine learning and, and how it could be beneficial. But in this case, choo-choo Frank AI didn't solve anything. No. He gave and us, made it even worse. He gave us a theory. Right. Which which might be right. Maybe the signals were jammed. Makes sense. Okay. But, but then he's saying we don't know why it disappeared. Well, it disappeared because the signal was jammed. Isn't that correct? Right. So, Choo Choo Frank AI, uh, he's calling you an idiot. Um, you don't hear us because I have to type things to you. But <laughs> I, will, I will get a follow-up from Choo Choo Frank AI. Next week. I I think we need some sort of clarification. All right. I uh like I said, ladies and gentlemen, never shoot the messenger. This these AI characters, uh Choo Choo Stew AI, uh, Choo Choo Sue AI, all these other ones, they're just we design the character, but we feed information into an AI chat box and they spew the shit out. So don't shoot the messenger. Choo choo Frank AI, you got some splaining to do. Elon Musk is correct when he says AI will be bad for us. Yeah, I, I uh, well, I'm not convinced with it either, but I thought we'd jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> now, here, here is something we can rely on. I mean, he even came out with a teaser poster in uh, in the Cave Crew Radio Facebook group. It's, as you know, my favorite segment. It's always great. I'm always sad when it's gone. We're going to listen. I'll give you my top five X or Twitter handles when this is done. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's follow up. Uh, Choo Choo Frank and his very dismal performance with Twitter shits. Now, it's time for another edition of Twitter shits with Mike Jolitz. Mike Jolitz, Twitter shits. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz, Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz, Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads the fucking shit. All right.
Hello, hello everybody and welcome to the Twitter shit. Yes everyone, this is where I take a Twitter story and I tell you what it had to say about it. On today's episode, a question was posed. What is the fastest way to calm a woman down when she is angry? I have never UFO tweeted. Just tell her to calm down. <laughs> Fingerbang tweeted. Give her a snicker bar. She's not herself when she's hangry. Bite that ass tweeted. Uh, Throw chocolates in her direction and run. (laughs) Here's a long one from the Hyundai Racing League. Tell her that you love her and appreciate her. Tell her you really appreciate her delicious sandwiches. In fact, one of those sandwiches would go down great right now. Remind her that the laundry needs to be done and kindly let her know that the dishes are starting to pile up. Be helpful. Buy a super duper deluxe vacuum cleaner and a matching broom and dustpan set with her initials engraved on them. Surprise her with a gym membership. Tell her that you discovered some really efficient diet pills. That would be perfect for her. That dude's dead. Take the Hershey Highway tweeted, chloroform. That's it, chloroform. Bite that ass tweeted, roll her a joint. That's probably effective. Tongue punch the fart box tweeted, leave her for a younger woman. Two girls in a cup tweeted, let her know what she's mad about isn't really a big deal, and she needs to relax because she's being unreasonable. From Mike Jolitz's right tweeted, whip it out. She can't talk with her mouth full, and don't be afraid to grab that ponytail. Bring her in closely and enjoy the ride. Fuck around and find out tweeted, say, calm down, in a pleasant, even voice. Risk it for the biscuit tweeted, tell her to go into the kitchen and make a sandwich. If she stays busy, she'll soon forget whatever made her mad. Billy Bob Moses from South Carolina tweeted, Just tell her she's being crazy. She'll appreciate your honesty and seek to do better in the future. Having a juice box tweeted, Leave her alone until she talks to you. Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity tweeted, Remind her that she's starting to sound like just like her mother. (laughs) At Bacon Fan tweeted, Bring out a loaf of bread and some mayonnaise, and her woman instincts will kick in, and she will make you a sandwich. Dead Kevin tweeted, Tell her your ex would never act like that. And finally, in the Twitter shits, I have not Canadian tweeted, if she had gotten a good D down, she wouldn't have gotten angry to begin with. Alrighty, guys, that does it for the Twitter shits. God, I hope I'm alive tomorrow. Alrighty, we'll be back soon with another episode. Choose shot when I feed her, say later, bye bye. Well, number one, ladies and gentlemen, uh, great ideas if your woman is mad and you might want to break up or, 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 or get divorced. But as always, I always struggle with the number one. Here is my top five uh, Twitter or X handles, mm-hmm. kind of a carry on of this segment. Number five. Finger bang. Okay. Uh, number four, a bite that ass. Mm-hmm. I like number three as well. Um, risk it for the biscuit. There you go. Like I say, I always have a struggle between number one and number two, but I'm going to move this one to number two, and I'm going to move the next one up. Number two has, I have never UFO'd. Okay. And the number one.
Twitter handle is Tongue Punched the Fart Box. Did you have anything different on there? One second. Tongue Punched the Fart Box. I had <clears throat> I had Bite That Ass. Yep. I had Tongue <clears throat> Excuse me, Tongue Punch the Fart Box. Yep. And my fa- I don't know why, but when he said it, I literally laughed out loud. I have not Canadian. Yeah, that was good too. But I then like I, that one. I already had I have not UFO down. So and that was my number one the whole way. But then I'm tongue punched a fart box. Like, come on. Yep. I agree. That that was a good one. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's a game we like to play if you want to play it at home. Um a big part of uh, uh, Twitter shits. All right, we're going to roll right into uh, one of our more uh, regular segments now, and this is what we call Big B and um, into it, and, and, and it's just called uh, This Week in, uh, in, in Weird News. Here, here we go. Behind the headlines, This Week in Weird News. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen. This week in Weird News, I think we have a few good stories. This one to me is kind of a, uh, it's kind of a feel-good story. It's weird news in a way, uh, but it involves uh, golf carts and, and and puppies and naked people. What 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 else could you ask for? Uh, there's nothing else you can ask for 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 the perfect story. Uh, the first story comes from abc7.com. Headline reads, Shirtless suspect leads L.A. police on bizarre slow-speed chase in golf cart with dog in lap. I, my best part of this, Big, Big B, is slow speed. No running lights. No, no, no putting people in danger. Just a nice under-20-kilometer Chase. Oh, I, I don't think you can speed in a golf cart. Well, I realize that. But, like, we always hear people going, you know, 190 miles an hour down the turnpike or naked people jumping on trucks or mm. whatever else we hear, running stop signs, running into people. This guy, I maybe you'll tell me why he's guilty. I really don't think he is. Uh, well, we're about to find out. <clears throat> A suspect was taken into custody in North Hollywood Sunday night after leading Los Angeles police officers on a slow-moving chase in a reported stolen golf cart. According to police officers, according to police, officers received a call just after 9 p.m. about a robbery on the 18,700 block of Ventura Boulevard. Oh, I know that place. the, The caller said a golf cart was stolen at knife point. The suspect, who was shirtless, shoeless, and was seen holding a dog in his lap, led officers on a chase that reached speeds of about, you want to guess? 20 kilometers. 20 miles, I'll say. 19 miles per hour. I was close. You were you, you were right there. Just coasting. Uh, Just When he reached the area of Oxnard Street and Laurel Canyon Boulevard, Officers were able to box the suspect in after turning into a parking lot. The suspect hopped off the golf cart and attempted to flee while carrying the dog. Well, at least he had the dog with him. That was my concern. 
Well, police said he then dropped the animal and was ultimately taken into custody. No injuries were reported. Now, they were going 19 miles an hour, and they had to wait until he pulled into a parking lot to box him in. Do they not have police cars that go 21 miles an hour? This is the world we live in. I'm telling you right now. So, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling so good about this. Like, I, I'm trying to imagine the song I'm going to hear in my head. Would it be like, uh, you know, uh, Our House or, or, you know, just something really feel good? Mm-hmm. As he's, he, I feel bad he pulled a knife on someone. And by the way, I'm wondering what the insurance rate is on golf carts because. How many times have we covered golf carts being stolen? It, it, it's got to be an ast- astronomical rate uh, it, to insure a, a golf cart. And, 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 you know, now that you bring that up, you're thinking about the song. As you're going 19 miles an hour, I can just picture Simon and Garfunkel. Okay. Hello, darkness, my, my old, old friend. friend. Don't sing too much. We might get a copyright on fucking YouTube. Um, That's true. Um, But that's what I'm thinking. As a nice, slow speed chase, you have a nice, mellow song going in the background. And if he's he's going 90 kilometers, I hope he's not putting anyone in danger. Like, the knife is a giveaway. He should have never pulled a knife to steal it. But uh, I hope one... So this is where they, they... they failed to give you enough information. So he stole the, 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 he stole the golf cart at knife point. Where? From where? Yeah. From whom? With a dog in his arm. With a, did he steal the dog too? Or was the dog with him when he stole the golf cart? See, all these things that, that are, are, we have questions, but are never in these stories. I, I could present this to uh, Choo Choo Frank. Well, I mean, he'll just confuse us more. But um, the dog he'll, he'll looks stay. happy. The man looks happy. Now, and, and now, if you're looking at this picture, right, obviously it's a slow speed chase. He's like, he, it looks like he's posing for the picture. Right. He, 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 he's, he's someone posted on TikTok, please. We don't need more TikTok. Oh, we'll get more. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, I... Now, oh, but, does it way, say you bond? Have... You, like normally you say, oh, he had a bond or he had 14 days in jail. None of that. That's the end of the, I read the entire story. That was it. That's it. Choo Choo uh, Frank. I think this may be the question I pose to Choo Choo Frank this week. Now, uh, speaking of TikTok, do you have something ready? I think it's not I, in this story, but it's, I, I believe it's in one of the stories. Yes. I, and that, of course, of course, I have it ready. But just have uh, it I'm, at the ready. I'm, I'm going to uh, remove this. And, uh, but first, uh, just a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, Big B and I uh, have a very big show coming up. Uh, is it 300 or 400? I can't remember. 400. 400. Oh, my goodness. Show 400, where Big B and I have, have decided that we will do the entire show on Wacko Tobacco. On, uh, well, edibles. Edibles of wacko tobacco. We, 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 neither one of us need any more smoke in our lungs, especially me. Um, anyhow, 
Here is a story, ladies and gentlemen. I think another really feel-good story because sheep are dumb. Sheep are stupid. Um, they're such lovable animals, in my opinion, and they make wool, and they go, bah. Here's a story about some sheep that got into a not-so-good crop. Uh, that's right, uh, uh, and this is in Greece, apparently, because it comes from the thegreekreporter.com. Oh. <clears throat> Headline reads, Herd of sheep eat 100 kilograms of cannabis in Greece. So, this probably isn't the appropriate time to bring this up, but we're talking Greece now. Mm-hmm. We know what they do in Greece. Sheep are basically a glory hole. I wonder if the farmer assumptions. I wonder if the farmer intentionally fed them the wacko tobacco so he could ass fuck the herd. You are making wild assumptions. I know I am. I'm getting way ahead of myself. I apologize. Uh, have you sheeped? I have not sheeped. Um, but Greek men apparently think it is very. Warm and soothing. Uh, well, <laughs> a herd of sheep grazing in the semi-flooded plain of Thessaly uh, in Greece, quote-unquote, invaded a greenhouse that cultivated medicinal cannabis and ate around 100 kilograms. Okay, so let's, let's stop for a minute. You and I are going to probably ingest a gram or less I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I Sure. I have no idea. I'm not going overboard on this. I, I'll trip no matter what. However, that's a lot of wacko tobacco for these sheep who are already fucking confused in the first place. Now, for those of us that are not on the metric system, 100 kilograms is how many pounds? Uh, how many pounds in a kilogram cave crew listeners? I'm going to say, I'm going to say 3.3, just a guess. 3.3 pounds in one kilogram? Yeah. So they 300 pounds, 330 pounds of wacko tobacco. All right, then. They're already dumb as dirt, cute as can be. Well, then that puts a whole other spin on the story. Uh, the incident happened near the town uh, of in Almyros in Magnesia, like milk of Magnesia, apparently. Right. Uh, <laughs> as the sheep in Greece, as the sheep in Greece developed strange behavior shortly after grazing, the shepherd realized that the sheep had eaten a large part of the cannabis crop. The owner of the greenhouse saw that his production, which had already been heavily damaged by Storm Daniel had now been consumed by the sheep, which were struggling to find fresh grass due to the floods. I don't know if it's for laughing or crying, he told the newspaper. Uh, We had the heat wave, and we lost a lot of production. We had the floods. We lost almost everything. And now this. The herd entered the greenhouse and ate what was left. I don't know what to say, honestly. Uh, Investments in pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical Cannabis have taken off in Greece in recent years, while many Greek farmers initially adopted a wait-and-see attitude to the cultivation of cannabis. It soon became clear that its cultivation would solve many problems facing farmers. In January 2023, Greece's first-ever medicinal cannabis production plant 
was inaugurated at Examula near Corinth. Uh, the investment by Tikkin Europe, a subsidiary of an Israel-based Tikkin Olam, was welcomed by the then Greek Development and, in, and Investments Minister Adonis Gregardius, who said Adonis at the time, Gregarius. it's like Adrian Adonis, but different. Yes, well, a Greek, almost like a Greek god. That's right. Uh, he said a production uh, which will be uh, able to export throughout Europe because this factory can can carry out huge exports to all major European countries. So they are looking to become a exporter in weed, and their sheep, this farmer's sheep, ate all his crops. I was really hoping for more information on the behavior of the sheep. That was it. A little disappointed, because... I don't know about you. You're an animal lover. You like cats. I like dogs, yada, yada. I love to watch goats hopping around and, you know, all those videos. But sheep are a really cool animal. They're harmless. They're defenseless. You know, I I, I don't think they could fight off a predator if their life depended on it. No, probably not there. What would a stoned sheep do? I mean, sheep don't do much to begin with. So imagine them starting to mildly hallucinate. Or don't, instead of the cow, did the sheep jump over the moon? <laughs> well, that puts a whole other spin on counting sheep for sleep. There you go. Like, uh, oh, we're always left with so many questions, ladies and gentlemen. Always. There, there, we have not come across, I don't think, one story that has given us all the answers to our questions. I, I, I agree 100%. Well, here you go. And I do have it ready. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, a, uh, a young lady was on a certain social channel and, 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 and was shamed and convicted in her home country of Indonesia. That's right. This uh, next story comes from aljazeera.com. Headline reads... Indonesia jails woman for blasphemy over food video on. It's happened where? On TikTok. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. She had a food video on TikTok and was jailed for blasphemy. I never. These crimes you come up with week after week after week, like murder, theft, uh, whatever. I've never heard of the crime of. Blasphemy. Well, in highly religious uh, societies, such as apparently in Indonesia, uh, blasphemy is a thing. It's, uh, you know, if you, if you, uh, not to get uh, political, but if you look at certain Muslim countries, you can't say anything against Allah. Otherwise, the, the sentence could be death. Right. So, you know, blasphemy is a real thing in ultra religious cultures okay the uh, crime of blasphemy about to come your way ladies and we're and gonna we're about to find out what she did yes i can just imagine an indonesian court has jailed a woman for two years after she was found guilty of breaching the country's blasphemy laws in a tiktok food video she posted in march and i imagine indonesia and china which is where TikTok comes from, are allies. I 
I, I, I don't know. Well, they're both Orientals. I'm just... Oh, it's in Asia. You know, I mean, it doesn't mean they're all allies, right? So, you know, Taiwan is not uh, an ally of China. As a matter of fact, they're mortal enemies. Right. Um, so I don't know if they're allies or not. Uh, the video showed Lena uh, Lutfawadi oh. reciting a Muslim prayer. Keep that in mind. Muslim prayer. Before eating some crispy pork skin. Oh, geez. And I know for a fact Indonesia is very Catholic. Uh, but she was, she is apparently Muslim and recited a Muslim prayer before eating some crispy pork skin and quickly amassing millions of views. Now, for those of you who don't know, in the Muslim religion, you cannot eat pork. It is not, uh, what, 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 what do they call that meat? It's not, um, uh, it's not kosher. What's the word I'm now, looking for? Kosher is, is uh, Jewish. Yeah, it's not the word I'm looking for. There's another word for meat, and it's not going to come to me. Anyway. Uh, I don't know, but this uh, this says uh, pork is considered haram or not permissible under Islamic law. On Tuesday, the court in the Indonesian city of Palembang on the southern part of the Sumatra Island found the 33-year-old deliberately spread information that was intended to incite hate or individual group enmity based on religion and ordered to pay uh, and ordered her to pay a fine of 250 million rupa, which is $16,249.59. That's a lot of money. That's a fuck ton of money. Indonesia is the world's largest Muslim-majority nation, so they are not Catholic. Oh, I thought they were more Catholic. Very interesting. The court said uh, Lutfawadi, uh, who also goes by the name Lina Mukherjee, identified as a Muslim. Lutfawadi issued a public apology for the video and expressed surprise at the verdict. I know that I'm wrong, but I did not expect this punishment, she said. Uh, the case is the latest in a number of blasphemy cases around the country, mostly against those deemed to have insulted Islam that analysts have, have said undermine Indonesia's reputation for moderation. Who in are August, these, who are these uh, analysts? What do you uh, do for a living? I am an Islam blasphemy analyst. I analyze blasphemous content on yes. TikTok. According to the Quran, I have 8 million views of my blasphemy analysis on TikTok. Yes, yes, <laughs> of course. In, piggyback, piggyback. In August, the head of an Islamic boarding school that allowed men and women to pray alongside each other and women to become preachers was charged with blasphemy and hate speech. Last year, six people were, were arrested on blasphemy charges after a bar chain promoted free beer for patrons named Mohammed. In 2019, Indonesia's Supreme Court upheld an 18-month jail cell jail sentence for an ethnic Chinese Buddhist woman convicted of blasphemy over claims she said a nearby mosque's loudspeakers were too loud. Oh, Usman Hamid. Uh, executive director of Amnesty International Indonesia said the blasphemy law was being abused to target minority groups and dissenters. 
I uh, I feel that I don't want to go to Indonesia. And my apologies, ladies and gentlemen. In my Friday night frenzy, I was thinking we were in the Philippines. The Philippines is a very Catholic country. I got confused. It's okay. It happens. It does. I mean, we're 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 all over the globe tonight, and and uh, I have a real off center question. Mm-hmm. As you know, I am an extreme fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken skin. Yes, I have not pork fried skinned as of yet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to try that. I don't even know where you find pork skin. Most of the time I find pork, it's it's been trimmed and... Mm-hmm. Well, what you could do is, uh, I mean, you have a smoker, you have outside uh, availability to outdoors. Yes. You could get a whole hog. I do have availability to outdoors. Thank you for specifying that. Yes. Like, uh, I, I, could... I'm, I'm not the boy in the bubble, okay? Yes. <laughs> You could uh, you could go to your local butcher and get a whole hog. Yes, and smoke the hog, but then you could cut off some of the skin and deep fry it. I'd like to do that. Would you try that? Sure. I don't have I don't have uh, the ability to to cook or smoke a whole hog. My smoker's not big enough. Well, mine's not big thing. enough either. I'd have to have it cut into pieces. I, I just want the skin. I can I can access pork on a regular basis. I, I I'm just curious what deep fried pork skin or smoked pork skin would taste like in regards to Kentucky Fried Chicken uh, skin. I say you go to your local butcher. You're making me feel like a cannibal now. I'm just starting to realize that I really enjoy the skin. Just because you, you, are fucking Buffalo Bill from, uh, from yeah. uh, um, uh, Silence of the Silence Lambs, of the Lambs yeah. doesn't mean anything. That's fine. Just I'm really you starting walk around asking, "Is she a great big fat person?" It's fine. You I want mean, the skins to to make dresses? That's perfectly fine. It's not that I enjoy eating them, kind of more in a, a cannibalistic way, and I'm starting to realize that that may be something I have to give up for Lent. Yes, I believe you need to give up cannibalism for Lent. I, I, I never thought of that before, though, like how much I enjoy the chicken skin. And now I'm thinking in my head, I'm going, you're eating fucking skin, you fucking idiot. And you're gaining pleasure in it. And you leave the rest of the, the anatomy behind right. for everybody else. You're not using anything for protein or or or, or to feed the body. You fucking moron, you enjoy the skin of the chicken. I've never plucked a chicken. Now I am disgusted in myself, and I think I am going to abstain from chicken skin. Uh, and and I don't think you can. I That's think so the good. next time, and, 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 and if Isbia is listening, please note, that your husband said he's going to abstain from chicken skin. So what I ask you to do is tomorrow for dinner, go get some Kentucky Fried Chicken. Fried Chicken, yeah, yeah. And let's see what happens. It's probably impossible. 
It's got to be. Listen to me. Eating chicken skin has got to be better than eating like a, a dirty Nigerian pussy. It must be. Wow. Talk about two extremes. Anyway, here we go. This is a story uh, I'm pretty sure I nailed as, 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 as number one this week. Like I do the uh, Twitter shit handles and all that stuff. I was really excited about this story because what a freaking idiot. Yeah, I reading this story. I was. This has to be the the final story of the weird news, because this woman is a fucking moron. I really protect my phone as well, but <laughs> there are limits. You know, and we'll find out more as we read the story. But but as I was reading it, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? At what point do you just put it up as a loss and say, fuck it, I'll get another phone. Right. I'll say it was damaged, I lost it, whatever. I'll get another phone. Not this woman, apparently. This final story comes from People.com, as in People magazine. Yep. Headline reads, woman, res woman rescued from Washington outhouse after dropping phone and getting stuck in toilet. A first, says fire chief. It's got to be a first. The, the, have you I, ever, I, before you start, have you ever outhoused? No, I live in civilized society. No, but I, I mean, I've been camping. I've been into places. I've been to cottages where there are outhouses. Uh, no, uh, the, the closest I ever came was when I went hiking in the Finger Lake Mountains for three days and you had to stay in um, lean-tos. So it's like a three-sided house, right? Yeah. Or a three-sided dwelling. And there is no bathroom, so you just got to go shit in the woods somewhere. That's the closest I ever came. So you can see where the shit lands. When you're in an outhouse, it's like basically a 15-foot uh, pit that they've dug that is filled with generations and generations of caca. Mm. Well, I'd rather wrestle a rattlesnake. Well, reading this story, I have a ton of questions because I don't see how what she did was possible. But let's find out what she did. All right, let's do it. A woman visiting Olympic National Forest fell into a public outhouse on Tuesday while trying to fish out her lost cell phone. Brennan Fire Department Chief Tim Manley said firefighters went to the top of Mount Walker in Olympic National Forest to respond to a report of a woman in her 40s plummeting head first into a vault toilet. Who called 911? The phone was in the shitter. She, not her. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody... I'm just walking by the outhouse on the Olympic Park, and I notice some woman's feet sticking out of the outhouse. Fucking her idiot feet were just dangling outside the toilet. I didn't know what the fuck happened, so I called the cops. According to Manley, the woman tried to take the toilet apart to get her phone back, disassembling the seat and the housing. Things took a turn for the worse when she attempted to lower herself into the vault with dog leashes supporting her oh this is creative 
Eventually, she took the leashes to help support herself, which failed, and she slid into and fell into the vault head first. Manley wrote on a social media post, after 15 to 20 minutes of attempting to get it out, she used her phone. Oh, she called. She used oh. her phone to call 911. Covered in shit. I have a question. I'm going to stop reading right there. She took 15 to 20 minutes and failed to get it out. This is in the story. Yeah. She failed to get it out, but used the phone to call 911. How do you use the phone to call 911 if you failed to get it out of the toilet? Well, well, she eventually got it after the 15, 20 minutes. I call this one, Irene fell into the outhouse hole. Brendan Fire Department Rescue 41 and uh, Quilcene FNRE 21. Responded to the mountaintop. First responders made a makeshift cribbing platform by passing them down to the woman to stand on. Once the platform was tall enough for her to stand on, the crew pulled her from the vault, hosed her down, and gave her a protective suit. She was strongly <laughs> you need hazmat. <laughs> it's worse than quicksand. You need hazmat after that. She fell in a fucking outhouse, ladies and gentlemen. Right, and they hosed her down like a fucking wild animal. She was strongly encouraged to seek medical attention after being exposed to human waste, but she only wanted to leave. She thanked the first responders and continued her journey back to California. The it outhouse. all makes sense with that final statement. The she outhouse went back to California. The outhouse walk of shame. He added that she was extremely fortunate not to be overcome by toxic gases or sustained injury. This was pretty unique, Manley told the Kitsap Sun. I've been doing this for 40 years, and that was a first. So the idiot Californian couldn't bear to leave her phone in the generational shit pile and had to get it out. Now, I have questions. One, it says she took apart the seat and the toilet itself using what? I'm going to guess a Swiss army knife. I, it doesn't say that she had tools of any kind on her, so I want to know how she disassembled this. And two, she, the story never said that she was with dogs. Where the fuck did she get dog leashes from? And what did she anchor the dog leash onto on the top side of the of the outhouse? Because it's like, you know... Well, there's the, got to be a coat hook or something when you go in the outhouse. I, maybe. I don't know. But, you know, it's like the old... You watch the shows where they wrap the, the rope around a big rock yeah. to, you know, to, to lower yourself down a mountainside or whatever. What did she put the leash on? And what exactly was on that phone that was that important? Seriously. I mean, you know... It's not like she's she's a moron from California, first of all. So I don't think she, you know, had nuclear secrets on her phone. Maybe she's, you know, got nude selfies or something. I don't know. I don't think anyone would ever find that phone again. And that's right. If there is anything worth anything on the phone, it would never be found because, as you said, it's generational shit down there. It don't get cleaned out. It just gets piled on top of. Right. It just, like, decomposes whatever it does to the environment. I have no idea. 
uh, Google Drive, uh, Amazon uh, uh, Dropbox. You can store your pictures and all that stuff securely online, or you can back them up on a local hard drive. No phone, no phone is worth the swim in the shit. And you know, you, you could say, "Oh well, the contacts," but the contacts on every provider, you can save your contacts to the cloud. Right. So when you go, if you know, say your phone is stolen or lost, you can go to your the local store of your provider, whether it be Verizon, T-Mobile, whatever. Go there and say, "My my phone was lost." My contacts are stored in the cloud. Please download them onto the new phone. And they do their thing. And magically, everything appears back right. on your phone. Without taking a bath in shit. Right. I was waiting for this story. I was waiting for this story all week. All right. We're going to... Uh, I don't understand. I don't think any of us understand. And because you have never outhoused... I have you, never outhoused. You do not know how disgusting it is. Okay? It, it, it's the land of never flush. Let me put it to you that way. You, I, also, you, I, I also have a, a another question that's, I, I think, fairly obvious. How did the... Now, this is a woman, right? So yeah. when you go to the bathroom, regardless of what she's doing, she has to sit down. Yeah. How did the phone wind up? in the toilet if it was a guy i understand you stand to pee you know you may be holding your phone up oh, it's fell out of my hand shit it went down into the into the, the the abyss of shit um but you're a woman you sit no matter what you do how did it fall maybe she was uh taking a selfie of her hoo-hoo in the a outhouse hoo-ha selfie yes a hoo-ha selfie <laughs> In the outdoors. I have no idea. I, again, I, I confess I have outhoused as a young man. I don't think we had phones then. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to give uh, Big B a quick break before we go to uh, Talking FLA, another extremely popular segment on this show. I think we got some good ones coming up. Um, let's go to Mike Jolitz reads the news. Over to you, Mike. And now, Cave Crew Radio presents Mike Reads the News with Mike Jolitz. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Mike Reads the News. How are you doing, DK? And hello to you, Sir Bigby. Man, I hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing fantastic. Today is September the 29th. It's almost October. Holy crap. <laughs> All right, guys. It is now time for Mike Reads the News. Joe Biden bit another Secret Service agent this past week. It was his 11th time. Oh, wait. It was his dog. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Blumpkin Spice Lattes are back for the fall at Star Fox. Uh, for only 50 cents more, you can add nuts. These nuts are free, though. I've heard Blumpkins are good. <laughs> the NFL announced that Usher will be the halftime entertainment. I don't care who's playing, to be honest. At least it's not Taylor Swift. <laughs> Bob Dylan played on last Farm Aid concert they had this past weekend. 
Uh, he even played some old ones he rarely plays. Not that I would know them, but you know, good for him, I guess. How old is he anyway? Like 110? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen has postponed all of his 2023 tour dates. That's a damn shame. You know, I couldn't name a single person who likes his new music anyway. Whatever. <laughs> and finally, in the news, congrats to Shamar Moore and Trey Birchfield, who won the 2023 Super Bowl Four Championship. It was an epic cornhole match. And it's on repeat nightly at 2 a.m. Central Time on the Ocho. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that does it for the news. It is now time for the tidbits. They're not headlines. They're just little tiny pieces of shit. Yeah. My wife got sick on Tuesday when my oldest daughter made eye contact with her. Oh, no. Packers got spanked by the Lions last night. Oh, no. The Ryan Fire won the championship in the European Football League. Oh, yeah. And finally, in the tidbits. Chicago Bears haven't won a game in over 330 days. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that does it for the news. That does it for the tidbits. I hope you guys have a good show. I will be back with some more news next week for sure. Alrighty, guys. Later. True show on a feeder scene. Bye-bye. Mike reads the news. I, I I get this feeling he hates certain sports teams. <laughs> you think? I I he brought up something that I haven't heard in many many years, and I didn't think still existed. Farm Aid. Oh, I, I miss that. I remember Farm Aid when I was you know back in the eighties when there was like huge droughts and all of this and you know the farmers were, were really hurting and they, they had these huge concerts for for you know it was the the, the 80s had all these aid concerts right? yeah 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 you know, feed the kids <laughs> feed the children yeah right I, you I feed everybody so they had farm aid to help the farmers out yeah <laughs> apparently he said uh, uh was it willie nelson uh, or not willie nelson bob dylan uh did one like last week or whatever it was I didn't know that still existed. No, I haven't seen that in eons. So, learn something new every day. Seriously. Yeah. No, no. I love Mike Reads the News. It's a, it's a great segment. It, it, it covers things we don't normally cover. But uh, now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to go to what we consider uh, the happiest place on earth. We call this segment Talking FLA. Cave Crew Radio presents Florida in the News. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, whenever we go to Florida, we always try to gather the 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 best of the week of what's happening in Florida, captivate your imagination, and 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 and, and do you really want to retire there? I guess is the question. Uh, our first story 
there's a lot of interesting stuff I've I've, I've seen in, in in people's backyards. Mm-hmm. Um, my backyard is is, is my oasis. <laughs> um, you know, gazebo, hot tub, lots of plants, deck. We love it. But this, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> typical to Florida, is a little bit different. Yeah, and as we read the story, uh, pay close attention to these people's other previous professions and then question things. This first story from Florida comes from the Miami New Times. Uh, headline reads, Backyard Trapeze Artist Battles Code Inspectors in Miami-Dade. Miguel Quintero, who couldn't give a flying fuck, <laughs> beeped out. Uh, couldn't give a flying fuck what naysayers think about the circus-sized trapeze in his Pinewood backyard. Quote, it's probably the best idea I ever had, <clears throat> Quintero says on his YouTube channel. It's probably the best idea anyone has ever had. Quintero uh, trains circus acrobats behind his 1,311-square-foot uh, home on an acre of unincorporated land near North Miami. That's a nice piece of property. It certainly is. Especially in it, Miami. His whole in, in, in North Miami. I don't know if that's like where the downtown areas are. Uh, his home-based business, Miami Flying Trapeze, <laughs> features a supersized rig that runs the length of Quintero's three-bedroom house and includes ladders, bars, safety lines, and a net. From the right angle in the neighborhood, you might see bodies twirling and catapulting a few stories above the ground on any given day. The aerial artist, a stout, outspoken Florida native, and this is where you want to pay attention and then question things, who has run restaurants in Jacksonville and a car dealership in Doral. Uh, this is, but this is his lifelong dream. He is, he is... A wannabe Walenda. Uh, well, he describes his trapeze rig as a sprawling portable swing set that he can dismantle in an hour and fit into a six by twelve foot trailer. Holy shit! Um, now, before I go on, uh, so he's training trapeze artists. He's training acrobats. Yes. He ran a restaurant and a car dealership prior right. to this. Are you really taking lessons from a <laughs> car salesman? The backyard acrobatics like, were running. Who smoothly. would you bring to the Amazon with you to survive? A restaurant manager and a car dealership guy. The backyard acrobatics were running smoothly until county code enforcement agents zeroed in on the property. Since September 2022, Quintero and his wife uh, Maria Brasino have received several citations based on the code enforcement department's claims of unlawful parking of a commercial vehicle, failure to secure building permits, and a failure to obtain a certificate for a home occupation. My business, my home-based business that the state of Florida allows, the things that I do on my private property are being denied to me, Quintero told uh, the county commission last year in protest. The dispute has galvanized Quintero to participate in the First Amendment auditing community whose participants uh, prod government officials on their knowledge of constitutional rights while recording the public interactions. It's kind of like a sovereign citizen. They don't know what they're talking about, but YouTube tells them they do. 
Okay. Quintero I'm, has also mounted a long I'm lost at run. this point. I, I'm, I'm lost at all this gibberish. Quintero has also mounted a long shot run for Miami Dade mayor. So he's a he ran a restaurant, ran a car dealership. He's teaching acrobats how to trapeze, and now he wants to be mayor. He's going into politics. I don't think there's anyone running right now that is more qualified than him. He is a jack of all trades. Yes. That. And though he insists it's not a sideshow, his motivations may sit somewhere between genuine civic concern and counterstrike over the code enforcement dispute. Uh, because I still found inconsistencies in the government, specifically in the charter, I am running for mayor. Quintero sued the county in May, alleging code enforcement officers infringed on his privacy rights and trespassed on his land. Oh. Plaintiffs currently do not have uh, peace of mind or expectation of privacy in their home. The complaint filed by his attorney, Michael Garcia, says uh, the trapeze specialist claims code enforcement violated a Florida law that prohibits police and government officials from using aerial surveillance without a warrant. Well, the law well, regulates so is, 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 just a quick question. So he's running for mayor. Is it possible that this guy becomes civically impeached? Uh, well, he can't be civically impeached. Why not? Because he's not, he's not, uh, he's not a government official. Well, if he's a mayor, he is. Well, if he becomes a mayor, which he won't, um, could he be impeached? Sure. But he'd have to commit a crime. He's not committing any crimes. So you, you in the court of your instantially, you would side on the trapeze artist, the Wolanda wannabe. Um, I think he's a douchebag and an idiot, but I don't think he's breaking any laws. So, yes, I would side with him. Right. Uh, though the law regulates the use of drones, Quintero is attempting to extend its application to satellite imagery employed by the county to issue him code violations. The case, which he describes on his YouTube channel as a $15 million lawsuit, was dismissed in August with the judge writing that Quintero did not follow pre-suit legal procedures before bringing claims to court. If you wouldn't be so fucking greedy, maybe go for 500 grand, a million. Where, where do you pick that number out of a hat? Uh, that's pretty much what he did. He picked it out of a hat. Yeah. Uh, I'll skip ahead a little bit here to a couple of, couple of small sections. We're in survivor mode right now, and I'm coming at them with everything. He said in a self-recorded monologue in April, uh, you'll be happy to know that the website for his mayoral campaign is up and running, showcasing Quintero's plan for transparency and accountability in the county office. Uh, there's a few more things that I'm not reading. Crazy. Imagine having a neighbor like that. Uh, I, I think it would, would be very entertaining watching people fall. What did you say? 15 meters into a net that could be easily taken down and stored in a 1.5 cubic foot trailer. It's right. not he even says it secure. Be taken out in a half an hour and then folded up and put in a trailer. It's not even secure. Just well throw yourself in a fucking outhouse. And, and again, this this sounds like every sovereign citizen argument. And if you don't know what a sovereign citizen is, they 
only believe that elected police officials like sheriffs um, uh, have the right to pull you over. Like if a regular cop just pulled you over, uh, they would argue that they are traveling. They're not driving. They don't need a license because they are not engaged in commerce. Mm. Um, and it never works because they, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a YouTube thing where the sovereign citizen movement thinks that the Constitution specifically, if they manipulate it in their own little way, allows them to drive on roads without a license, without registration. They don't need license plates. They can just travel on state highways and, and roads and all of this stuff. And uh, they are immune to laws. Sounds like uh, YouTube is the next uh, TikTok. Uh, YouTube, uh, especially for these people that think they know the law. And as we've seen uh, through the pandemic, people that think they are scientists, they all have degrees in YouTube University. YouTube University, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, this one I just threw in. Uh, I don't know why. I just found it a little weird. Um, a, and, and, and this woman is stupid. A, alligator. Mm -hmm. uh, B, public tub. Uh, anyway, I'll leave this one with, with, with you. Uh, this comes from Click Orlando. Uh, headline reads, Florida woman cited for keeping alligator in resort bathtub. In a resort, ladies and gentlemen. Keyword, resort. Mm-hmm. A woman in Orange County was cited after deputies learned she was keeping an alligator in a bathtub, according to Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. FWC officers uh, said that they learned from the Orange County Sheriff's Office that the woman was keeping the gator in a bathtub at the Grove Resort and Water Park in Winter Garden, hearing from her that she had borrowed, quote-unquote, the animal without permission from Croc Encounters. <laughs> in Tampa Bay, where she uh, said she used to work. Uh, now, borrowing without permission is called what? Stealing. Stealing. Very yes. good. I wish they would put that in the uh, story, but they say borrowed without permission. According to a news release, when FWC officers arrived at a room on September 4th, they located a juvenile alligator inside of the bathtub. An FWC incident summary report goes into greater detail. In it, the woman claims she visited the business ahead of opening and used keys she still had on hand to gain access and retrieve the reptile, transporting it to the Orange County Resort, where she was planning to stay for five days so she could take pictures of it, pictures with it, for her birthday. Oh, isn't that sweet? Officer cited the woman referencing 379.3014 for <laughs> the unlawful sale. Can you read that number again? 379.3014. 379. Wait a minute. This may be a show name. 379.3014. Okay. Or the unlawful sale, possession, or transporting of alligators or alligator skins. Keep that in mind with your skin fetish that you cannot transport alligator skins in Florida. 
The individual was cited accordingly, and the alligator was returned to its permitted owner. Uh, the owner of the alligator declined to prosecute for the theft or uh, trespassing that occurred, according to the incident report. I find it. I find it very cruel. I'll bring this back up again. Look, alligators are dangerous animals. I get it. But if you're going to play with fire, I hate when they tape mouths shut and shit like that. Mm. Well, when it's done under proper circumstances, it's for the safety of everybody around them. Usually the, the alligator or crocodile uh, has gotten into an area like a, a neighborhood or something like that. And the um, uh, what, what are they called? animal control has to wrap the jaws shut. Right, so and move it, move it to safety. I get right. that. But right, that's like, where it mostly happens. In this case, this woman is just a fucking blittering idiot and uh, should go to jail for it. And there's, there's no charges other than 379.3014. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, remember that. Still keeping on with the animals. There's an animal theme to our uh, Talking FLA this week, ladies and gentlemen. Another animal I totally adore. Whenever I'm at a zoo or or, or, or a marine park, I, I find such joy in watching the otters. But these and gentlemen, these gentlemen, I believe, were feeding ducks or chickens or something, and and this happened. And and before I read the story, uh, we were recently at uh, I told you our day at the uh, Long Island Aquarium. Yes, and I remember there, that there was an otter exhibit and uh, my my youngest son went over to the glass enclosure stood next to it the otter got up laid down next to where my son was standing but obviously behind glass right and they took a nice picture together they're beautiful animals they are they are ocean cats yes and they're very playful if you watch them and and you know i've been in places where they give them a lot of room and a lot of water uh, mm -hmm. Chicago comes to mind. Huge, like in a circle, like where you'd put dolphins. Amazing animals. Love them. Uh, except in this case, uh, this comes from Click Orlando again. Uh, headline reads, Florida man who was 74 years old, attacked by rabid otter while feeding ducks. A rabid otter while you're feeding ducks. I've never heard of a rabid Let otter before. Never. You never know, rabies... Uh, foxes, raccoons, uh, dogs, dogs, uh, coyotes, never an never otter. Never, I didn't know it was a waterborne illness. I didn't know either. Uh, a rabid, a rabid otter attacked a man last week in Florida, according to health officials. Florida Department of Health said the attack happened Wednesday in Jupiter, Florida, in Palm Beach County, according to WPTV. Uh, the 74-year-old told Animal Care and Control that he was feeding corn to ducks at a nearby pond and was returning home when he spotted the otter. The man began to back up slowly while facing the otter when the animal attacked him for several minutes. The man suffered dozens of wounds on his arms and legs. The victim told WPTV uh, that he was receiving shots for rabies exposure and was visiting a hand surgeon to see if he suffered any permanent damage. The otter also attacked a pet dog in the area. The otter was captured and tested positive for rabies. Rabies, a disease of the nervous system, 
is fatal to warm-blooded animals and humans if not treated. Right. You got like you got to get needles like in your stomach and shit. Uh, the only the only treatment for human exposure to rabies is rabies specific immune globulin and rabies immunization, which is the aforementioned shots in the stomach. Yeah. Health officials said uh, pet owners should adhere to the following guidelines to combat rabies, and they give a whole bunch of shit on what. Now, what about like so? My dogs. Over here in Canada, you need a rabies vaccination before you go to the spot, PetSmart, or wherever you yep. bring them. Here too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, and that's the first one. Keep rabies vaccinations up to date for all pets. So they're immune. But you and I, we don't get rabies vaccinations. We're not expecting an otter to hop out of a pond on us. That is correct. We are yeah. not expecting rabid otters to overtake us. Uh, I think AI would overtake us before rabid otters. Yeah. I, ladies and gentlemen, have never heard of a rabid otter. I've, I've heard have, of various other animals, but never an otter. You have never rabid ottered. I have never rabid ottered. Say that 10 times. Um, Save that for the next Jolitz Jamboree. There you go. Still some stories to get to here. Are we going to miss one or are we going to? We're running out of time. So I don't know if you want to pick one. I think we should uh, skip the chickens. Okay. Um, I think the last one's good. But can we get to the, can we do two? Uh, We're running up against it. So we may just want to do the last one. All right. We'll save those two for another time. So we're going to go right to the last one, ladies and gentlemen. Here is a gentleman. He didn't fall in an outhouse, but he was on a boat. He was on a boat. And what did he do? Uh, The final story of the night comes from NBC2.com. Headline reads, Punta Gorda man defecates (laughs) while burglarizing a boat. So fancy. He didn't poop. He didn't shit. He didn't take a number two. He defecated. A man was arrested in Punta Gorda after reportedly trying to steal items off someone's boat and later defecating on the dock on Sunday. I wonder if I went to uh, Taco Bell first. Uh, Taco Bell will do it to you, let me tell you. I know. On, On Sunday, September 17th, the Punta Gorda Police Department was dispatched to Lashley Park, uh, Lashley Park Marina at 120 Lashley Court, in reference to a boat burglary, uh, PGPD officers were told that some items were stolen off the vessel and it was caught on the victim's security cameras. They were also told that the suspect was an older man who had pooped on the boat. Pooped. Okay, now we're using proper terminology. Once officers arrived at the scene, the victim pointed out 75-year-old Michael Paul Where's Bicky. Uh, sitting on one of the marina benches. The surveillance cameras showed Weir's Bicky getting on the boat around 5.22 a.m. while the victim was asleep. He was seen rummaging through the victim's belongings at the back of the boat. Although Weir's Bicky did not take uh, anything this time, he did leave something behind. How bad, exactly how bad do you have to go? 
at this Apparently point, in I, this case, very at, bad. At this point, I I just shit my pants and deal with it later. Apparently, not him. He wants to get it out. He, he that's it. He he can't hold it. I can't find the treasures I'm looking for in Davy Jones' locker, but I'll leave something behind for you. There's DNA these days, you fucking idiot. He could not find a Washington State outhouse, so he <laughs> shit on a Florida duck. <laughs> Shitting on the duck of the bay? <laughs> I wish I could use that one, but it's got profanity. If you could have said pooping on the dock of the bay, it might have worked. But it wouldn't fit because the song is sitting on the dock of the bay. Yeah, so yeah. Shitting I, I, on the dock of the you. bay. I hear you. Uh, the recording shows shows Weir's Bicky defecating on the dock in front of the vessel. Weir's Bicky was arrested and then transported to the Charlotte County Jail. While at the jail, officers got another call about a previous theft of an unoccupied car. Officers went to the intersection of Taylor Road and Harborside Avenue, where they met another victim. She told, uh, she told them the car was parked on Taylor Road, and it was burglarized overnight. The victim described the items that were missing, and officers were able to provide photos of the item. The, most, the miscellaneous items in the photo were found in Weir's Bicky's possession when he was arrested. He was facing two counts of burglary of an unoccupied conveyance, unarmed, and one count of first-degree theft. This is my last not facing charges for the poop on the dock. I'm having a, a tough time tonight. This is my last stab. Joyride defecation. Joyride defecation. I know it's no good. Well, he stole a car and then he defecated on the dock. Well, well no, he burglarized the car. He didn't steal the car. Well, I thought, well, yeah, okay. So see, it didn't work. I'm having a bad night, folks. <laughs> I, I, I I don't have a lot tonight, but there you go. Talking FLA, we got a few more stories because I really want to get to the inappropriate uh, moves in the pool. I thought there was something else, um, so I'll save that one. We always need a couple extras. This is the part where we name the show, and I'm going to lean on you heavily tonight because uh, I might have a couple show notes, but um, I really like this one. You do have accessibility to the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do. It's very true. I love it. We're in survivor mode right now. I can't remember what story that was from. Um, pork is considered haram. Haram. Yeah. Uh, we got slow-moving chase. We got marijuana sheep. I got two. I don't know if either of them are worthy, but I, I, I did like both of these. I liked 379.3014. <laughs> I like that one as well. And the other one I liked was, and I, I really like this. It's got to at least be a show note. Borrowed without permission. Borrowed without permission. I really like that. I couldn't see you writing, so I'm a little confused. I'm going to go with four. I only have three. Yeah, I didn't think you'd have much tonight. Uh, first one I have uh, was just something we said, I have not sheeped. Yeah, that's a good one. I have. We have not a lot of things. We got to get out more. Uh, the next one, you said this, and, and up until 
a certain point, I said, this is going to be the sh- my nomination for show name. They go, bah. <laughs> well, they do. They do. So I think we got a good show name coming up here, folks. Uh, my nomination, although I will, I will preface it, and I say I like three seven nine point whatever the fuck number. Yeah, uh, that was uh, hang on three seven nine three zero one four. I like that, but my nomination for show name is a hoo ha selfie. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell. Uh, I spelled it W H O H A. Hoo-ha. Uh, selfie. Well, that could be the only explanation. And I got to go with that because I was like drawing blanks. I had a lot of fun tonight. We had some good conversation. I think that uh, uh, 379.3014 will definitely uh, be a show note. But yeah, a hoo-ha selfie. How else would you drop the phone while you're sitting down in an outhouse? I have many, many questions that will forever remain unanswered. Yeah. You always got choo-choo Frank AI. Who will confuse us even further. I know, but he will at least shed another opinion from the AI world. Ladies and gentlemen, it was great you're here. Um, Big B's going to find out if the movie is still going. He might get some quiet time. I'm going to go get some dinner. And, of course, I got to pee. I always have to pee. But it was a great avenue. Mike Jolis did a great job as usual. And uh, and we will see you very soon. Uh, say goodnight, Big B. Later. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here. Go. Just go. Get out. Get the hell out. Shut the f- up. Get out. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut up. Shut up. Shut, 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 shut up. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.